This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I am Mike Sorg at Sorgatron, the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, ready to talk tech and geeky things with a wonderful, wonderful crew with us this evening, afternoon, evening. It's there's the light. I'm still, you know, it's summer. I don't know. Uh, anyways, with us, first of all, from the Big D Dormont PA from Studio C, it is John Chichilla. How's it going? I'm one now. I'm wondering now that you're saying like good afternoon, good evening, like in the fall when it's like dark outside. Does that mean it's good night when we hit it when we start like, off the I, show? I, I, you know, most everybody listening is it from all Pittsburgh, based on so. light or is it based on time? I don't know. I I listen, man. I'm I've already still screwy from time zones last month. Okay, so it, time is is a construct. Uh, but he's a gadget guru with Big Bank International, Esquire, uh, and our our tech guru um expert for the show also our social media expert on the show and hello kitty expert is uh katie dudas the dudders uh hi hi <laughs> i almost want to bust into my song and my i like to eat 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 apples and bananas <laughs> yeah, i asked for a quick sound check because we we're having a little bit of audio <laughs> problems with her last week and that's she just busts out this song out of nowhere <laughs> I need to put it on Patreon or something. So, how are you That's, doing, Katie? Can we make that a ringtone? Would that be good? Yes. There you go. Do we still do that anymore? I mean, do I? I don't know. How do we? How do you put them on the phone? I, I don't know anymore. Like you used to have to buy them out of the app store or something, didn't you? So, uh, I'm sure there's a way. I don't know. So, like, we're a tech show. We, we should know this, right? So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, partners in the chat room since watching Loki, what is time, anyways? Exactly, exactly. You know, timey wimey on that. Also, you heard him there for a second. Mike Pound, your uncle crappy, was with us. The uh, a digital editor at the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, and I've been enjoying popping in and checking out the PG feed newsletter. Yes, I did subscribe I since the last show, Mike. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, if there's anything that we've learned in the last year, uh, year and a half, is that, that, that time is basically meaningless. Oh, it, absolutely. It, so, so I mean, whether we're calling this, you know, you can get on here and say good morning, even though it's it's, it's seven o'clock in the uh, you, I, it doesn't matter. Whatever makes you happy. Do you find yourself checking yourself or say, hey, yeah, this is a thing we did every year, but then you check in your mind, like, what we didn't last year. Like, do we just skip that? Is it just like like an X all, out? And we just all say, of that stuff is like coming up on Facebook memories and on time hop now. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so it's like you look at today and you look at last year and then you see all the stuff that you did before all this stuff happened. And and um and I don't know if it's like do you feel do you feel sad because you missed it? Do you feel well rested? I'm not sure I don't know. what the answer is. I don't know. But, it's it's it's, it's, a wham, it's a it's a big whammy with everything spinning up, so I'm still <laughs> still trying to get used to uh -huh. it, uh, uh -huh. but enjoying it along the way. Uh, also, we do have that's why I love the live chat room when we do this. Dave Potter is in the chat, and he says make him an MP4 and save it to the phone and uh, assign to a contact. That's it. 
That's it. MP4 <laughs> or M4A? I feel like it might be because I feel like MP4 is more of a video format there. Uh, so, but either way, that easy. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> so I'm glad we had that that answer not hanging out there. You you used to have to name the M4R. Like M4 they were an MP4 R. or an MP3. Uh, it was re like the extension yeah, was renamed. That's but I, right. I don't know what they do. M4A. I used to remember the, 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 the I used to have this memorized the process where you could you you single out a, a section of a song and then how you go back and save that and and then and then um, you used to be able to trim it in on. iTunes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, boy, it's been a long time since I've done that though. But I think you're right. It's like <laughs> it's a it was a weird extension like M4R. That sounds right. That sounds right. Well, there's your first tip of the day with a question mark. Uh, So, (laughs) but this is the awesome cast. We got a lot more coming up on here. Of course, you check out everything at awesomecast.com where you can find all the links to all the past episodes and everything like that. Also, you can hit us up at the email address, awesomecast.com for comments and advertising opportunities. Tweet us at mayhem or at awesome, damn it, at awesomecast. Uh, Follow the awesomecast Facebook page and group. A lot of great discussions happening on that group and a few stories that we do have in the rundown from the week uh, were actually submitted by others uh, that are not on the show. And uh, we also have uh, hit us up on the Facebook, I'm sorry, on the YouTube page as well, and the Sorgatron Media Twitch, because all of those, we go live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern with this show, and you can also give us hot tips as we go uh <laughs> too and you can also subscribe to the awesome cast podcast on your favorite app or you can look up the sorgatron media master feed to get this and other great shows like fish without bait arctic mystery tours comic book pit everything coming out of the sorgatron media network and friends so uh, i definitely check that out if you like what's going on from some pittsburgh state of mind here also uh thank you to our audio partner at postindustrial.com and thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesomecast at the coffee club level our friends uh, Matt Lawler, John DeGore John Carmen, Cynthia Klosky and Scott McTaggart and at the fan of the show level Michael Fedor, pghmuseums.org, Professor Buzzkill and Dave Ponder of the iPhoneography podcast. You guys can support the show too at patreon.com slash awesomecast and you will get a special clip this week of a hot dog man at the hot dog eating contest. There's a wrestling slant to it. I'm just going to put that there, too. Uh, but <laughs> as we do have, uh, Mike Pound is our, uh, according to his Twitter, our resident chili dog connoisseur. Con- connoisseur. Excuse me. Uh, I think that's correct. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's right. That's, that's, how, that's the official title, right? <laughs> yes. 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 You got to put that little bit on it. So I've learned those kinds of accent, accenting uh, from Sawtooth Willie. Uh, so... <laughs> What makes a chili dog connoisseur? I'll have to ask that question first off here before we get to awesome things. A lot of experience. Ah, a lot of experience. I see. I, see. Um, I, I just, I, I, I try to make consistent. Um, so the only variable really is cheese. Must be chili and onions uh, in addition to the dogs. And then, um, you know, you just kind of, you have a sense of uh, what is the dog like? Does it snap? Is it sausagey? Is it uh, more kind of, uh, is it a softer thing? Um there are different styles of chili sauces. Um, Detroit chili sauce is different from Coney Island chili sauce. Um, and, and then, you know, you can, you can get in all kinds of crazy topics too, but mm-hmm. um, for the basics, for the basics, and just for the sake of the comparison, um, you, you want to start with the, with the, with this just kind of simple hot dog, chili, onions, maybe cheese, maybe cheese. Damn. What if, what if, the chili has onion, but most chilies have onions in it, don't they? 
or some I guess don't because a Coney uh, Island doesn't it's kind of like a more meaty fine I mean, and we're we're not really tasty. generally talking about chili chili like you would put in a bowl and eat although you could it's it's more of a, a, a chili sauce so and and some do have onions in it but um the 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 snap of raw onion uh in addition to everything else i think really really adds and, and it's it's a it is a necessity for me wow what is our chili dog yeah. deep dive for you guys this week <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic well let's bring it I around i feel like i should i feel like i should dive in as somebody who's originally from the newcastle area home mm. of hot dog chili please do please do, please do. <laughs> Now, it's always fun trying to explain the difference between hot dog chili and actual chili. And when people think that you put literal chili on a dog, and it's a totally different medium. Well, and that's that's the cool thing, because a lot of the little town, I mean, I, I, I pay attention to beer. That's one of the things I do professionally. And it, it used to be, and it's getting coming back to the thing where where every kind of decent sized city has its own brewery. Many have their own little kind of mom and pop chili or, or, or hot dog shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, I have not been, that, that is a, a failing on my part. I have not been to the one, uh, in Newcastle. So, I mean, Katie, if you've got, I know they're, are like, they're owned by different families or something. I, I, there's, there, there was some kind of weird drama like that, but I, I, whatever recommendations you have to make for, for Newcastle, uh, chili dogs, I, I will listen anytime. Coney Island suggests is always Coney Island. I would okay. suggest not the one downtown, um, because okay. well, at least growing up, there was a little bit question of involving hygiene with the one downtown. <laughs> that's not unusual for these places, and yeah. that's and the, it's okay. Adds the to the character. Was like the stacking of the hot dogs up the arm um, <laughs> added to the flavor. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So not, not maybe not the one downtown, but um, we can. Okay. Okay. We're good. We will uh, before before the summer's over. I guarantee you, I will. I will. Uh, I will get up there and try. I, I am pleased yes. that there is a Brighton hot dog shop that opened. I, I believe right between mm-hmm. Katie and I out here, so at Noblestown. So that's that's that a nice. That's that a nice spot. Um, all right, let's get back around the deck then. <laughs> so, uh, chill. Let's head up your awesome thing of the week and and uh, crappy. I think you you might have posted this in the later down in the in the dock as I well. Did. I okay. did, and, and I this is I mean, it's just kind of the big news of the day. And I'm but John John go. So, so um, Nintendo announced today, they finally announced their next Switch model, which will be launching October 8th for a mere $350. Um, the thing that kind of bummed me out was they did not make any mention of the rumor that we're going to get 4K mode on the, on the dock. So a lot of people, I know my brother-in-law included, we're looking forward to being able to dock, plug into the TV, and go into a 4K mode. Um, that has not been mentioned. There was also mention that the Nintendo Switch does not have new CPU or more more RAM. Um, but the one thing it does have is a larger screen. It's going to be OLED, and the built-in storage is um, 64 gig instead of 32. Okay. So I'm interested to see how this plays and if we get any additional information. Um, it is slightly heavier at like 0.71 pounds instead of 0.66 pounds. That's not the big deal to me. Um, the bigger deal to me is the screen. I'm interested. I did not see any write-ups. Um, Mike, maybe you did. About battery life, I'm guessing based on 
OLED. Hopefully it'll get better, better battery life. Um, you will still be able to use your existing Joy-Cons, which is nice for someone like me that use it. We have, I think, three. No, we have, yeah, we have three sets of Joy-Cons um, around the house and a and controller. Um, coming in at the 350 price point isn't bad. They said that they're not going to discontinue creation of the older devices. I'm guessing that's we'll sell out what stock we have, but we'll find out on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but this will be in time for the holiday season. They've already started, and it's worrisome to me, talking about shortages. Um, even Nintendo commented that you know supply chains are constrained from a from a chip CPU perspective. Um, so I guess we'll have to see um, what stock looks like in on October eighth. Um, but much like existing switches, I'm sure these will fly right off the shelves and be constrained in per- perpetuity. Hmm. So uh, the, oh, the other thing that I thought was pretty cool, and I've had run into this problem when being on vacation or whatnot, I do take my switch and I use the little kickstand to put it like on a table and play with a controller. Um, this will have, to me, it sounded like more of a Surface Pro, if, you, if you're familiar with Microsoft Surface Pro, it's a single all the way along the back kickstand that will be um, multiple articulations, I guess you could call it, um, where it's not going to be locked into like two or three positions. You're going to have okay. the, the full swing, but it'll be a tight hinge. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, so as somebody who is, not that I'm clamoring to get a Switch right now, I got plenty to play with Game Pass and, and video right now. Um, uh, it, 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 should I wait if I get the inkling that I finally want to get a switch? Should I just wait till October eighth? I would wait to, for October eighth if for no reason to find a better priced okay. prior version. Okay. Based on the fact that it's not getting a new CPU and no more memory, um, if that? you're okay with the smaller screen or going, I, I know a lot of people that primarily play in, do- in the dock mode right. and they rarely take it out of the dock and, um, and, except for like a vacation or, right. or going away for a short stint um it, it might be in your best interest what i would do is i would recommend getting like the rev b or whatever they called it mm-hmm. um they did come out with the updated device it was probably a year or two ago that got that did get better battery life but also, um, we're, we're we're talking Nintendo, so that doesn't mean the other versions are actually going to get cheaper, right? Because I I don't I would think that at least on the secondhand market they would. It, like um, you'll if, save twenty. Bucks. If not, That's, I would expect. I can't imagine these sitting right next to. Maybe not at Walmart, but like get, another yeah, device. Yeah, if, the if they're price. even on the shelves, right? So I mean, it'll be interesting to see where it is. So either way, I, I should wait till October before finally diving into the switch area of, of of things, probably. Definitely. So, and I would not get. And this is just my own personal opinion. I would not get the switch light. I um, do not intend to. I don't like the idea of not being able to dock it because I've considered it just for traveling or something. But it's like. Mm. You know, I got which the dock and some of the games require, like those. It doesn't have the removable Joy Cons, so Mm -hmm. you are limited in some of the the games you can play. Not many, but some. You are. I I I I got myself a light, um, and and was 
I mean, it, it got me through the pandemic, basically. That was mm-hmm. uh, that was a great thing to have. And that's uh, that's what the thing that was intriguing with this, just the, the limited number of improvements. Um, the, the, the screen, I think, is going to be a big deal. Uh, and and you know, the seven inch OLED should be gorgeous. But I'm, I'm not I, I, I weigh that is that enough to get me to show out 350 bucks and i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not mm-hmm. sure if it is or not i don't um, think it, I, I i do i must be able to 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 use the dock and and uh and kind of expand the, the the capabilities that way um and that would be that would be a big step but i mean i if, if the if the, the regular switch um is is available at a slightly lower price then maybe maybe that's the, the answer to that question mm-hmm. uh but that was that, that was the big thing i was curious about I mean, because it, it seems like um everybody mentioned everything that i read everyone mentions that the, the new the new kickstand and that's better um john i did see one thing about improved battery life i don't remember the specifics on it um but i'm just i'm not sure that that's for for the improvements that they are offering um, just as a consumer, I'm like, I, I'm not sure if that's, that's going to, that that's going to uh, be enough to, to get me to show that money or not. I feel like, yeah. It, it, and again, it, I don't think Nintendo needs to show out updates. Like they, they're going to trickle things cause they're, they're doing mm-hmm. very well with things, right? Like there's no pressure to say, Hey, put out a bunch of new features to really kind of sell this. They know people will do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that ever kept me, cause I've actually considered getting a light and then it's like, well, I can get another switch later down the line. But from my understanding, it's not easy to transfer saves and games between the units. Correct. That's gotten better for the most part from what mm-hmm. I've heard and read. I've never had to transfer the saves, but I've heard that's gotten better when they, I think in one of the updates, if you're paying and it's relatively low cost to camera is it like twelve dollars a year it's something for, ridiculously low for their online oh it's like twenty dollars um, a year no that's it's it's fantastic that's a fantastic price for, for for what you're getting also but they, also it's a system that's not nearly as robust as xbox live so uh, yeah, there's obviously no voice and things yeah, like that but yeah I've, I've heard many of the games have moved to the cloud save model okay um and they do have i think a tool Good. that lets you move between See that like now. I wouldn't mind buying a cheap model just to get into Switch playing, right? And you know, like the of the light and be able to migrate later to to the TV version. Um, like that's something I considered, but again, just looking at how difficult that looked, it it just seems like a you know. Or what if you have multiples in the house or something because you got kids and, and you want multiples, you know, just like having a Game Boy, right? Um, so I mean, it's kind of a high end. I mean, I mean, the light's like what two hundred bucks, right? Um, so, but I don't know, maybe that does, if if the light runs down to like a hundred, 150 bucks, like that might be worth getting just to get into the game with it. So, um, but no, worth, worth looking at Katie as you, you are the, you, the animal crossing expert. That's what I should have said earlier. Um, (laughs) what are you thinking about this? You got your switch like around, well, around, around pre pandemic time. Cause you had, I don't know, other things going on. So (laughs) yeah. I lucked out. I was one of the lucky ones that got a Coles bundle uh, with a carrying case and uh, Mario Party because I ordered it before the world shut down and yes. you can still get bundles. Yeah, yeah. 
but uh, I'm not, I'm not interested. I mean, like, as of right now, to me, it's the options, the upgrades aren't enough for me to consider buying a new one at this point, because mine is still doing what it needs to do and what I need to do. And I, I play mostly on my TV. And um, so like, and when I do travel with, with a smaller screen, it's not that bad. And it doesn't happen often enough that I would be like, oh, I wish I had a bigger screen. Mm-hmm. I'm good worth where I'm at. <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, Katie, actually, let's roll to you for your awesome thing of the week up next. Right. So mine is not a digital, not really a techie thing, uh, but something that has really helped me in my recovery. About three weeks ago, I had uh, what's called a latissimus dorsi flap surgery. And long story short, they essentially took part of my back and put it on my chest to do some repairs um, for the you know post-breast cancer surgery. Um, reconstruction. And in that process, I had to have multiple drains. And I think I've mentioned this in the show before, where there's essentially a drain that helps my body get rid of this excess fluid. One of the annoying things about having a drain is wearing clothes because you have to have something that has these drain pockets. So this drain is not like, you can't have this thing tugging on your body because it's very painful because you have a tube that goes up and inside. So something that was gifted to me by 412 Thrive, which is a, a local uh, breast cancer group, uh, are called these pink pockets, which is, um, look like this, a little baggy here. And they're specifically, they, they talk about being for like post mastectomy, breast surgeries, tam- tummy tuck, back, chest surgery, like anything you would have a drain for, you could use these pink pockets. And what it is, it's really this simple idea that's super cool. It's this pocket that you pull off these little sticky tabs and you stick it inside of your shirt like the shirt i'm wearing right now is not uh specifically made for drains but i turned it into a drain shirt with this nice little pocket and it holds things real com- you know like things don't bounce around in there um there's no tugging so it's, it's really nice and you can convert pretty much any of piece of clothing that you have uh specifically like in my case i with these drains i cannot lift my arm above my shoulder so everything has to be buttoned down so any sort of button down shirt I could convert into a drain shirt and like, or sweater or whatever. And they're really, it's, it's really ingenious how these work and they're very, very simple, but like definitely a game changer. I'm not stuck. It's been 90 degrees here, as you probably have noticed and very humid. And my drain shirts that I have are these gray short sleeve short shirts that are not necessarily super lightweight, but I was able to convert the shirt that I picked up on Amazon uh, sleeveless shirt into a drain shirt with these pink pockets. And I just think they're the coolest thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. So you can check it out. Uh, Good. Oh, I was just wondering, so you were saying like it is the, the, the adhesive, is it like, is it reusable or? Yeah, you can, it's, it's sticky enough that I have pulled it off and repositioned it multiple times. Uh, they're oh, nice. supposed to be washable too, but I have not tried to wash mine. Um, I, but I've just kind of pulled it off whenever I've changed shirts or whatever. Uh, but yeah, the sticky, the adhesive is nice. You can p- pick it up and reposition it because um, that's nice. Because you really, it's kind of hard to judge the first time you put it in a shirt, like how high the pocket should be. So I was like, grateful that I could peel it off and put it back on. Very cool. Nice. Nice. So you and you can check it out. Is that pinkpockets.com I'm looking at here? Yeah, I believe so. I think it's pink hyphen pockets. Pockets.com. Yeah. So put that out there. So I feel like I should not re- I'm really worried if I, I remove the hyphen. 
<laughs> so, now I'm thinking about it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Mike, you got you got one. You got you got if, an awesome thing of the week. I'm if I'm yeah. This is um I, as I was thinking about this, I'm like, oh man, this is this is this is definitely grumpy old guy territory. But, oh, here we go. Um, yeah. So, sorry. Um, I, if you call my cell phone, um, and I don't know your number, I'm not going to answer. And you will hear my my voicemail says. I'm sorry. Uh, if, if this is a legitimate call, please leave a message and I'll get right back to you. But I get so many yes. garbage calls on my yes. phone that it just doesn't make sense for me to pick up. I, I have a similar um, thing. And my mother uh, uh, texts me and asked me if I was okay. I'm like, why? She's like, I listened to your phone message. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I've made that like two years ago. Well, like, do I sound yeah. really depressed yeah. during it or something? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I guess she never goes to my voicemail. But anyways, okay, uh, okay. So, I, but that same I, thing. I, I totally get that. I totally get that. If I don't, if I don't, if it, you know, if I don't have your number already, I'm just, I'm, I'm not picking up. That's a, that is all there's to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, I, I love that this is the, the, the technology behind this is called Stir slash Shaken. Um, because robocalls drive you to drink. It's mm-hmm. true. Um. On, on July, uh, excuse me, on June 30th, and in the last month, so last week, uh, a new FCC rule took effect that requires major carriers uh, to confirm that the phone numbers we see on our devices are the same numbers that the calls originated from. Um, and this is this is a it's it's a step. It's not it's not uh, going to single handedly solve this problem, but um, it it does give us a tool to to help a little bit um i want this is i, I love this the stir slash shaken uh uh acronym and it's it stands for secure telephone identity revisited and signature based handling of asserted information using tokens that is stir slash shaken um and those are the two standards that uh that are involved with this um so say uh, do, do you remember uh, several years ago, USA Prime Credit, my name, Peggy? Do you remember those commercials? I, I don't, I think it was for Discover Credit or something. Uh, and you, and you, and you call, you call Peggy and, uh, it, or Peggy calls you and, and, and it's the whole thing is really shady. So say Peggy, my name, my name, Peggy, uh, is calling you from a barn in North Dakota, um, with a credit card offer or, or you know, something, uh, in, in the past. Peggy could spoof a number to make it look like it was coming from, uh, like I, I used to get calls from Butler all mm-hmm. the time or supposedly mm-hmm. from Butler all the time, because that's where, uh, my number originated. Um, and, and, you know, so it, 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 if you think a familiar number, it's, it's local ish, maybe that'll be enough for me to pick up the call. Uh, if I don't pick it up, uh, and I, I block the caller, I'm not actually blocking Peggy. I'm just blocking whatever spoof number, um, that the, the, the caller had picked uh, to, 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 to show me. With this change, uh, my carrier, AT&T, um, and all the big guys have to do this immediately. Um, they have to show me the, actual, the actual number where this, where this came from. Um, so, uh, you know, using my, my, the, the protocol that I use now that I, I mentioned before, uh, I don't recognize the number. I'm not going to pick it up. Um, and it's, and I'm going to see that it's a number that I can, I can safely ignore and that I can safely block. Um, and then until Peggy figures out something else, that's, that's going to, that's going to uh, fix the problem for a little bit. Um, smaller carriers. And I think uh, that the cutoff was uh, fewer than 100,000 customers 
they have a couple years to implement this. Um, uh, although I, I, I've read that the FCC is is actually thinking about uh, moving that deadline up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and and do keep in mind that this doesn't this does not help with. I mean, we all we all got tons of like uh, political calls, uh, especially last year. I'm sure those are those are protected. They are permitted. Uh, informational calls. Uh, you know, from like the local government or your school district saying stuff is closed or whatever. Those those are those are still legit robocalls, and, and you will still get those. This won't this won't okay. solve that issue. Um, but I just I, I love the idea that uh, we have this uh, that we have this option now, um, and it's going to help a little bit anyway in 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 cutting down on some of the garbage that uh, that, that clutters my phone and clutters your phone and, and everybody's phones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I'm, I'm constantly astonished at how much I don't use my phone as a phone. Uh, yeah. so, yeah. but I mean, it's just been the nature of it. You know, it's just mm. one of those like, don't, uh, I mean, I mean, I put on my way message, don't call me, text me or email me. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. so because uh, you know, calls have become worthless and I feel bad for the people that still feel a need or need to, for whatever business reason to answer every phone call. Because then you get you just get stuck with yeah. these all the time, and now you're an active thing in somebody's database, and you're going to get even more calls. Mm -hmm. So because you're mm -hmm. one of the answers, um, it, it's it's a uh, there's a, there's a generational thing in here, and I'm still I'm still uh you know I'm I'm one of the old folks who, who still doesn't mind talking on the telephone. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm and I'm I'm always surprised by the, the number of uh, the younger folks like I work with or friends who absolutely hate talking on the telephone. And it, you know, and, and it's fine, um, but I, I, this will, uh, for for me anyway, this this will make the actual telephone part of my telephone uh, a little more useful um, in, for for right now. Excellent. That's what I'm excited about. Excellent. So go check out what's go what's go something. That's, well, you should see the change coming up soon. So uh, uh, it, <laughs> it, it, it's it, the rule took effect on the 30 on, on the end of the last day of June. So I, I would think um, if you don't notice a difference right away, you know, and, and you, you're still getting these, block a few numbers and, and see if that cuts down on, on, see what on what's, what's coming in. See what happens. The, the, Good. The other thing that I've done, too, and, and mm -hmm. it, 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 when I started to get proliferated with the, the spam robocalls, the, the first few I was trying to, I would I wouldn't pick up but then they wouldn't leave a voicemail mm -hmm. which was rare because normally you get some kind of garbage mm -hmm. hey mm -hmm. is your car warranty up or whatever yes um yes. and a couple of them the, the hang-ups i would call back mm -hmm. and because it was someone else's spoofed phone phone number then they would pick up and i would be like you just called me no i didn't yeah you did yeah. who's yeah. this <laughs> So that makes me wonder, like in a, in a, probably in another week or two, if I get one, I will try to call the number back and see. Okay. Like, okay. why were you calling me? I actually, I two different times, I had people left uh, kind of angry messages for me, accusing them, uh, accusing me of bugging them on the phone. Hmm. Yeah, um, that's funny because my number was. Yep. So, mm -hmm. uh, and and one time I did like I called someone back and said, I'm I'm really sorry, but I'm not. I'm not Peggy. I, I did not I did not call you, <laughs> mm -hmm. and and, uh, and this is this is what's going on. But but yeah, uh, if if this if this new FCC rule cuts down on that a little bit, um, I will be a less grumpy old guy than I usually am. 
Excellent. Well, um, I got some good technology that includes cell phones. <laughs> you have so, really cool technology. For my, uh, that, you got that, to see some of it today. Gorgeous. <laughs> so, so we, of course, we've been doing a lot of live streaming as part of Sidekick and uh, media and IndieWrestling.us and everything, including what well, we did live stream in, in actually in Brooklyn this weekend with the Polyam Cult party. Um, and, and of course, Warrior Wrestling is going to be on pay per view here in, in a couple weekends, and, and then uh, some you know other events. Actually, I'll be live. I'll be live in a tent again. Uh, up in Michigan this weekend, uh, so but and and we've had we 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 have we've had good luck with the internet when it comes to some of those you know every once in a while it gets a little shifty. I mean we've talked about it. I talked about it in the live streaming uh, panel we did with Workhard uh, about a month ago about the nightmare scenarios when it comes to this. And I've always been a big proponent of finding a some way to do better with this, not just the hotspot. I know, I know, Katie, you saved us one time at the hotspot that worked tremendously well when we were in Shanksville at the uh, Flight 93 Memorial uh, for a last-minute gig that we were trying to duct tape together last year. Uh, yeah, I think we, we literally had a daze. Like, it was a summer, September 11th thing. We, we got notice on the 10th to do it. So, um, but things like that. And I always, I'm always big on a backup kind of situation. I mean, we've seen the internet go down here. We're on Fios, and it's mostly reliable knock on wood and I'm, I'm looking to see what we can do with that so i got this thing uh it's called it, it it's called a live view solo and uh, the video that uh mike was talking about i'm gonna pull that up here for you guys on video uh so you see the little pack there so the idea is and, and i've used live views before the unit uh will take multiple connections and bond them t together to make one strong connection this is a technology we used. Um, I was doing some work with Impact Wrestling. They were doing, at the time, this is like probably like 2017, 2018, um, and they were doing these Twitch streams from local independent professional wrestling, and, of course, they're owned by Anthem Sports up in Canada, so they got some resources. Plus, I mean, this is Impact Wrestling. They were like number two wrestling promotion like 10 years ago, right? Um, so they come with this box, and it's like a professional thing. I've seen the same thing when I'm on these Fight Pass um, projects um, with with uh, another uh, operator, and uh, it, it, it in a room where I couldn't get any reception, there was nothing we could plug into but like a DSL line, and it just picked up on a couple of the cell signals that worked in that building, linked them together, and the thing went out fine uh, with no issues uh, both times that we've used it for uh for this so i'm like well this is something i need to get there is a lower end version here's a little bit of the video here so the big thing we were testing mike you tuned in for a minute the big thing was this thing starts on the wi-fi in our studio and then has cell modems connected to it two cell modems and as we walked away you could see it i, I could see it i'm looking at the stats as we're walking uh, and I'm trying to show you on the phone, but it doesn't really work with the glare because uh, I wasn't looking in the viewfinder. But <laughs> but uh, you can see the data shift live from us using the Wi-Fi to the cell signals as we walked away from the studio. And ideally, what's going to happen, like you could do like this, have a camera. Like literally all I had was a camera. So I had this camera which is our standard, uh, uh, you know, $800 Canon Vixia. We use them a lot for the wrestling. And then, oh, no, all my cores are mixed up now. Connected to this oh, guy, no. to this guy is our live view, and there's the there's the modems on the front. So um, this is not for the faint of the heart. This is uh, this is the low end. This is, the, this is a low end of the high end 
when it comes to this, this is about, I think, I think this is about a $2,000 unit. Um, and I'm not going to tell you what the subscription is for it. Um, but when you do get the subscription, and if you can afford it, uh, it uh, gives you unlimited data. Like, I don't have to worry about these things going over data. I'm so glad I waited because I looked this up early on. You had to pay per gigabyte for your streams. Ah. Yes. Like 2017 when this first came out. But obviously, technology changed, plans have changed, and it's all kind of set there. I got an SDI, I got an HDMI, I got a micro SD, which I believe will do uh, recording, which will be nice because then I can offload that. That's the other thing is this is going to offload like what we're doing off of the computer itself to something like this. Um, and then, you know, we did several years ago a project for Maker Fair down there at the, um, the uh, convention center. And we had done a roaming camera that was uh, connected through a Teradek wireless to the corner of the convention center. And I was there on like an ATEM full rig on a cart, basically. And they went, had a microphone connected to the camera, and that's how we did our live stream. You could do a live stream with this thing's clipped on my belt, a camera that has a microphone attached, go to an event. Let's say, let's say we're covering like Three Rivers... Uh, 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 three the Three Rivers Arts Fest, and yeah. just walking around and going live on Facebook to have uh, um, you know on the spot interviews or something like that or concerts or something. So like like that's the kind of idea there. It, it clips onto pretty nicely to that, but also you know for live switching we can put it in for something like this. Nice backup kind of situation. And again, it, you know we <laughs> when we're, we're working with clients that we are, you know, it's one thing you know to be like, okay, we're gonna live stream this you know, high school game or something, you can have the hotspot and that's fine. Right. But when you're on, on like, like client things and the thing needs to work, like this is the kind of thing that we're looking at here. So even something where we have a hard line ethernet, I plan on using this thing as a backup in case, again, somebody like trips on the line or something. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, the internet goes down. Oh no, there goes your pay-per-view. There's nothing right. we can do. Good luck, right? Versus, oh no, somebody tripped over the cord. That's fine. It's going to fall back to this kind of situation, right? So, or maybe you have a lot of weak connections, and 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 it'll bond all of them together. Um, because the, the, because the big thing is, if you use a hotspot, it that technology or Wi-Fi, you know, that technology is not good for video streaming by itself. It wavers. You can have drops and everything like that. And this is like some added um, oomph to sort of uh, uh, push that. So, so Mike, I know you enjoyed watching that tr that earlier. When I, saw, I watched about an, uh, a half hour after you posted it, so I wasn't watching live. Mm -hmm. But it, it, the, the thing that was cool was, uh, you know, you're, you're sort of narrating as you walk up the street um, and you say, okay, we've officially lost the Wi-Fi from the studio. And, and, and you notice nothing on, mm -hmm. on, on, the, on the stream. Uh, you, there's no degradation of the signal. Um, it looks as pretty as it did uh, when you started up and we're still standing inside and, and the dog was nipping at your ankles because he wanted to go outside. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm, whew, uh, that, is a, that, that is a fun tool. Um, and, and in your business, that would be really, really helpful mm -hmm. uh, to, to have that, that kind of solid backup. Um, man, I'm envious. I want one. <laughs> I get this is something that I was going to buy a year ago. Like literally, okay. this is something that was scheduled for, for purchase about a year ago, like this time yeah. last year. But uh, with how the schedule went and everything, but of course, COVID shut us down. 
Like yeah, there was yeah, so much we were gearing up for, and now we're just kind of starting over with it. And this was part of it. It's going to be a big key to something that we're doing here. A lot of the nice. things that we're doing here are coming up here in the several several months. Um, and and it's a nice backup. And and I'm looking at like again that kind of one one man one person mm-hmm. uh, 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 team kind of thing, two person team. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if I could just go out there with an interviewer and cover an event, you know, that's something yeah. we can do, and uh, that's kind of a nice thing. Um, or even take this thing. I'm even looking at hacks that I could take this thing, roam around, and send it to somebody that's live switching like I am here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like I could sit mm-hmm. here and and deploy a couple of these uh, uh, to an event and switch to them, pull them in over an art, uh, uh, a server, and just start you know, queuing things, you know, like, like we could go to the studio. Think yes. about that. Man. Yeah, we, yeah, could, yeah. we could go to the studio. Like, let's say we're covering three, three rivers art fest. We can go to the studio. You have your host talking about what's going on. All right. Bill's on the floor talking to, uh, 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 some, you know, this, this painting guy that's making, uh, uh, uh you know, sunflowers or whatever. We're going to queue to him and he, you know, we see him all set up and everything. Okay. They're done back to the studio. Hey, someone, and someone's watching the main stage. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wow. That's what, I mean, I, that's, that's what happens at replay FX with multiple stages and they have about three Twitch feeds and they're mm-hmm. able to pull everything over the network. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they're on the network running VMix, you can pull any camera that's on there. You now mm-hmm. separate that and you don't need to be on the same network for an sure. event. So which just mm. just expands the possibilities that you can do on high end events. You know, I mean, we did this with AutoDrive where we were using the internal network and putting cameras in different places across the track. But there was mm-hmm. already a network that existed there or we were sending stuff yeah. over wireless bridges that, that our friends uh, uh, with the scoring team were setting up. Uh, so, I mean, it's but then now you have like, well, do I have a cell signal? And I got two chances at a cell signal, you know, we're, we're good to go. And it's going to solve, that's going to, that's going to make things a lot more flexible and a lot more interesting on things that we can execute here in the, uh, in the coming, uh, uh, months and years. So that's awesome. That's a great tool. So that's a uh, live view. Live view's got multiple options. As I said, they're, they're kind of pricey. So this is a, if you have the budget for it, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, is this, these are some for real, uh, I like to say low. I, I I like to say low end of the high end. So, but uh, you can check that out. And uh, I did share the video over on the Awesome Cast group as well. If you want to kind of check out the quality for yourself, I'm happy with it. I mean, it's it's better than you know even doing like a cell phone stream. Like the camera is not going to be as good as something with a full lens. You know, like even those Vixias are. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I love these Vixias, a tip I got from one Alex Lindsay is if you want you want a camera under a thousand dollars, get a Canon. Because those those lenses, uh, and you you pull an HDMI out of it, you're not doing all that crunchy stuff that's happening on the SD card that'll make it look not as great. You're going mm-hmm. straight from the lens into the HDMI into this box that's gonna do this awesome signal. So it's some some really cool options. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you're, I, gotta, I gotta save my money. You gotta save your money because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. I, I'm not getting this from my employer. I, that's, that's no, um, no. Well, yeah, that's we, we'll have some very fair rental rates. I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, so, from Sidekick Media Services, if there's ever the opportunity, okay. I'll keep that. In just mind. saying. Um, but anyways, uh, you know what's also awesome and travels well, at least in the Pittsburgh area. Our good friends at Slice on Broadway, four locations. Uh, my mouse isn't working. There it is. A Beachview, Carnegie, East End, and the North Hills, New York City style, Yinzer made. 
and uh, and been supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the Perfect Pepperoni Pizza for a decade now. So thank you to them. Check them out, sliceonbroadway.com. Please support the guys that support these shows in the, the podcasting world for a good long time here at Sorgatron Media, our, our Beachview original right up the street here. So uh, go check them out, sliceonbroadway.com. Calm. Okay, what else we got here? What do we got for time here? I feel like we went, oh man, we went real long on everything. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's all the chili dogs. It's all the chili dog talk, apparently. Was, yeah, there was some chili dog discussion. Carried away. Well, I want to touch on at least some of the submitted stories that we did have here for the week. Real quick, first of all, Riz, Riz plays games. I loved, I heard about this story on another podcast, and I got a kick out of it. And as a resident Pokemon goers here in this in this uh, uh, chat. Um, so apparently American troops, uh, of course, are pulling out of Afghanistan and uh, they're leaving their Pokemons behind. So <laughs> there were gyms on the bases for the Afghanistan bases. And apparently the uh, uh, Pokemon Go was a pretty good pastime for the soldiers that were stationed there. So, of course, they have left, but now they have undefended gyms that are just sitting there um because i don't think they're going to be accessible to the public necessarily <laughs> but uh uh although there is a quote here that is in this kotaku uh, article i'm sure somewhere in afghanistan some kid is bragging about how he took control of an american pokemon gym uh so <laughs> there you go um what, what's uh, i'm just thinking what's the what's the limit and i don't think there i didn't think there was one you get in-game currency for every 24 hours that you hold a gym. <laughs> That's great. I mean, they'll never have to put money into Pokemon ever again. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Presuming, I mean, until until these get, like, you know, somebody else gets stationed there, like local or something like that. I don't know how that goes with old bases, old, old foreign bases that we would be stationed at. Uh, so, but I thought that was a fun one. Some, some positive news out of that. So, I mean, other than everybody coming home, obviously. But, um, uh, yeah, Pokemoning around the world. And this was a story that was shared by both Dave Partner and Mad Mike, actually, I believe, tagged this as well. So this is an app called Bricket Lego Ideas. Uh, it's in the Apple App Store. Um, Brick, Bricket? Brick, yeah, Bricket. Rebuild your Lego. So here's the cool thing that happens with this. You pour out your Lego bricks. You scan it with your camera and then it'll tell you what you can build with the bricks that you have. It'll even, this is, this is, this is mind blowing to me. Yeah. It's absolutely mind blowing. I love it. Brick recognition. It'll even say, Hey, it'll, it'll, it's easy to find the bricks. We'll show you where they are in your pile. What and full on like that's the Lego diagrams and everything. It's it's crazy. So it, it says it's a so so here's here's the list. Scan your pile of bricks. Bricket will show you what you can build with them. Assemble ideas with the help of instructions. Find bricks by looking at their location in the pile video. Wow. Um, we do have uh, on our Monday uh, wrestling show. Uh, Mad Mike uh, builds a lot of Lego sets. Uh, he's currently about done with the Daily Bugle Tower, the insane one uh, for Spider-Man. Wow. Yeah, dude, he's got that. He's got the big Batmobile. He's got um, a, the full-sized Hogwarts castle that, like, all the stuff moves and everything. Uh, he's he's got a pretty substantial okay. Lego situation. This is there. the reason this is mind blowing to me is um, um, uh, people of my age didn't have 
there, there weren't like really sets of stuff that, that, that you could build. You just had uh, kind of these assortments of the bricks. Um, and, and to be able to, to, to dump this out and scan it with your phone and see, you know, what the possibilities are. Um, also to, to help find specific pieces. That, mm-hmm. That's, it's just incredible. This is this is an awesome thing, and and I want to go buy like a, a a thousand piece assortment just to just to see play. what happens because it's 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 been a while. I, I have my old Legos somewhere, and it's just kind of a bucket Do of you? Legos. Like I don't know how many of them were sets or either. Like I I know I had like a police van or something, right? Um, but not much other than that, and just build, build random stuff. We had not, nothing that looked like anything. I gotta be huge. honest. Just, just old cardboard box. I mean, the, the boxes that they came in, you know, they they they, they got destroyed. And everything ends up in one gigantic box. Um, mm-hmm. So that's 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 when this would have been really helpful. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at Potter here. Uh, he's saying uh, he's thinking of the multiple streams from the we were talking before. He's talking about runners from inside the marathon or a 10 mile event. Would be something to do. I don't know if I would strap this to a person. Well, I guess you could strap this to a person with a GoPro. That would make a lot of sense. So hmm. that would work. That would backpack. Work. Backpack would Got not be ideas. too uncomfortable. If anybody out there wants to implement some interesting ideas, <laughs> we can have a discussion at psychicmediaservices.com. Uh, but uh, but I think we have some lot of cool things we can do. All right, uh, I got I got two more stories I want to hit real quick. First of all, you guys remember turntable? Piggly. Anybody? No, why you do don't I, remember. Why do I remember? T- why do I remember? Chilla Dutters? Do you? No? Mm, oh man. Not I thought, really. I thought those big are internal circles here. Well, it is <laughs> back. It is it's the app where uh and where you had rooms and people could step up to DJ uh and you would respond and there's a chat room and then the chats would pop up a bump above somebody's head. Uh, you can hop in and throw your playlist in there and, and, and people give you a thumbs up, thumb down to kick you off the stage or not. Uh, so it was a pretty fun <laughs> web app. Like I, I, I know like, 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 like Norm Hulesman had a, had a room on here for a while and that, and, and <laughs> that crew and everything. I remember that being would be involved good. there and we would have a blast with that, but it is back. It is now. I thought there were two separate versions that were like, one was web and one was, uh, an app, but they seem to be, um, they seem to be open together over at tt.fm, and you can get the links to it. Um, you do have to, when you sign up, it uses a phone number to sign up, or you can use your email. Um, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. And you have to like you have to ask which provider to use. And I haven't gotten, I, I think you have to have an account. Yeah, you do have, an, have to have an account for either Spotify or Apple Music. Okay. So... And I don't know if that works with the free version of Spotify. I signed in with the Apple Music since I had one handy with the uh, Apple One account. Uh, so that's it. Since, <laughs> um, but uh, they it it's set to go. It, it didn't seem to be terribly occupied when I checked earlier today. But once again, um, I, I, you know, I, I'm sure it's I'm sure middle of the day and stuff. It's probably it's probably not nearly as uh, occupied as it was. Um, several years ago when this was uh this was starting up here so i'm trying to sign in and see what i can do but i need to get a code from my text and um it does not come through very quick on these things so um but uh i I don't know it it is supposed to be a social you know social music listening i mean is it something you guys see uh, see yourselves hopping in back in on i could 
Yeah. I'd give it I'd give it a whirl just to see what was going on in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See what's going on. There's not a whole lot on the rooms right now, but please sign in. Oh no. I'm in a temporary beta thing. So but uh I'm sure like a Saturday night this is gonna be rocking or uh, even at night in general, probably. So and one last thing I want to touch on, uh no, Dutters. You got big news at the bottom of this that's got me very excited. Ooh, yeah. Actually, the best part is, is I heard it from somebody, Mr. Pound, uh, <laughs> in, in my email this morning that was um, <laughs> from the uh, PG. This wasn't even the good stuff. This wasn't even, the, this was just normal stuff. It, but it was, it's definitely a good thing. Uh, the Anthrocon is coming back. Um, in 2022, back to Pittsburgh, which uh, we all very much love, Anthrocon, and seeing the furries come to town. And to be honest, I was trying to pick an article to talk about this, and the Post-Gazette's article was the most well-written of the articles, because it was not just the statements that, hey, we'll be back in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. but it talked about, like, Look, you know, they talked about how they're excited they're about the return and that um, what it does. It's a yearly boon for downtown businesses and donates oh, please, a portion yes. of its profits to a local charity or organization. And they talk about how great this is for Pittsburgh, whereas opposed to a lot of the other places are don't take Anthrocon very seriously. Um, news outlets take Anthrocon very seriously and what it does and what it does for you know the individuals attending and. For us in the city, and so yes, I very much appreciated this article was so well written, and uh, I'm very excited to see Anthrocon returning next year. I I, I am absolutely that, that's why I included it in PGP today. I was absolutely uh, stoked to to see it coming back, and it and it is nice. We've had we've had internal discussions about this. You know, like at some point, it, it's it, it's not it's not a weird thing. People just you know that that whole angle. I don't know who is actually shocked by this anymore, but apparently <laughs> that that is still a thing. Um, and and uh, what you should be looking at is is what it does for Pittsburgh. Um, and there's a definite uh, there's a financial benefit. Um, the, the 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 convention center's full, the hotels are full. Um, but it man, it's just also so much damn fun. Mm-hmm. You know these are, these are great people to interact with. Um, they they enjoy being here uh, as much as we enjoy seeing them, um, and and I I have complete admiration for for anyone who would wear a, a full fursuit uh, in Pittsburgh at the beginning of July. Um, mm-hmm. I think I referred to them as our our, our favorite overdressed friends in the newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's it it, it 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 absolutely is a great thing that they're coming back um, on on so many levels, uh, and and to. To, to to question that it, it just it makes no sense anymore just stop people it's fun enjoy it absolutely uh, it was so much to, so 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 much excitement that um um without the first because it's, it's two years in a row i'm like what do i usually do on july the fourth oh right i go down and see the anthrocron parade uh, uh, so uh and 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 when i was walking down fremont street uh in uh vegas a couple weeks ago there was just randomly a furry coming down the street. So I was very nice. excited and had to get a picture uh, of it, of course. So, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we've had a lot of fun 
with the furries in the past as well. Oh, oh, there it is. I found it. There you go. How much do we love the furries? Here's a video of uh, uh, Katie hugging the furries uh, from 2017, actually. <laughs> there's the parade and everything. There's there's Katie getting pictures with everybody. Uh, so I just took a lot of video of you taking selfies, uh, actually, during this, <laughs> I, I noticed. So, Perfect. It was a July 1st that year. Uh, oh, 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 I have a lot of facts in this video. Wow, this is a really done, well done video we did back then. So <laughs> I'm sure we just shot it with uh with with the phones and stuff and yeah again just up through the cultural district i love the dog bowl specials that the one pizza place has uh and they have all kinds of fantastic uh uh themed themed uh, shirts and everything going on so um but no it'll be great to have them back again so what it's just, it's just that's so pittsburgh somehow that's pittsburgh but but it is, it is. so it is I love it. Well, as, as your video said, they've, they've been here since uh, every year since 2006. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it is it is absolutely a, a Pittsburgh thing. Fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Well, with that, hey Mike, thank you so much for joining us again on the show. We I am happy uh, as always to be here. Um, and uh, anytime you want me to come back, I will be happy to. Um, I know we're, we're we've all been getting back to normal. There will be beer shows. <gasps> Very soon. I was just going to say. We, coming. We um, and I, have, I, have, I have a lot of catching up to do. We so. didn't talk about beer at all this episode. That's that's crazy. Um, I've got beer. There you go. This is a nice nice double oh. IPA from uh, uh, from Bearded Iris in Nashville. We'll have, to, we'll have to invite you out to the beer and wrestling show we're doing in September. You will have to do that, yes. Yes. there's a, a Right, yes, right over here in Green Tree. It's the week after... Whatever they're calling Fresh Fest this year, Barrel and Flow, I think, right? And oh, then yes, the, the, yes. the weekend after, they're doing something Green Street where it's going to be a mm. beer fest and live pro wrestling for the afternoon. So I <laughs> am so in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it's uh, uh, Brews and Bruises is what it's called. So. Um, Are there t-shirts? I need a t-shirt. I oh, need, it's gonna be. It's gotta be t-shirts, right? Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, okay. And the roster, the roster they're putting together is it's gonna be it's gonna be good wrestling too. It's okay. not, we didn't just like get a Excellent. bunch of like crazy local yokels like like that can barely you can call wrestling. Uh, yeah. Like there's some there's some really good talent that I've seen on this card so far. So totally in. I am totally right. in. Awesome. Uh, where can people check out? What should people be checking out on the Post Gazette? I would, uh, I would, uh, as always, I would appreciate a subscription to uh, PG Feed. That is our uh, Monday through Friday uh, more curated morning newsletter, uh, almost always written by me. Um, I, I, it's nice that I have weekend events to write about now because I, I wrote a weekly weekend events newsletter called That PG Weekend Thing um, all through the pandemic when there were no weekend events. Okay. So, that that one has just become a lot easier, and uh, and as I said, um, the uh, beer me show uh, will be back. I have a, a project to kind of finish up this month, um, but but I, in August, the beer me show I, it will return, and uh, all your all your Pittsburgh uh, beer news and features. Um, and I can't wait to get that started again. Go check it out. It's a night. It's it's a nice. The feed the PG feed is a nice way to digest the news. Okay, so <laughs> I, I hope so. I, that's yes. what I shoot for. Yes, it's very Pittsburgh. It's very fun. Uh, so, so definitely go check that out. Uh, Chilla is at Chilla on the Twitters. Sean Chilla on the Facebooks. What I want to see, 
Uncle Crappy is I want to see like a whole series of the perfect pairing of beer to chili dog set of episodes. Like go to this place, get this chili dog, go to this place, get this beer and you're set. Hmm. That's uh, that's doable. The, 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 the good, really good chili dog places typically serve lousy beer. And, mm. and I, I think that's a requirement. Um <laughs> But I, I, you know, if, if we're if we're able to to carry stuff out, I think there there we can we can come up with some pretty good pairings. I think that would work. Sounds good. And I tried for the first time a hazy IPA, um, and from Black Flag. It okay. and I I'll be honest with you, um, mm-hmm. I am not the connoisseur that you are, but I I'm not a big IPA drinker. But mm-hmm. based on the fact that it was Star Wars and it was called Nerf Herder. <laughs> it was a very good beer. I highly recommend it. There you okay. go. If you get a chance to give it a try. I, I, I have not tried I've seen that. I have not tried it. Um hazy IPAs are, are, are typically a little easier for, for folks who don't appreciate that kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um bitterness is a lot lower. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's it's a easier thing to 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 work through. Um so I'm I'm glad you like that one. I, I will I will track it down and and, uh, and give it a shot. Yeah. Excellent. Katie, she's here too. The daughters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's on the and social I'm, medias. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy pinkpockets.com for twenty four hundred dollars. Oh, that's why we got a hyphen. No. <laughs> well, support pink hyphenpockets.com so they can buy the dot com. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's the answer there. <laughs> Jeez. Um, where, where can people find out uh, updates with you over there? Uh, Twitter is Kate Utters, uh, Instagram is Kate Marie PGH, and then just Katie Dudas on Facebook. There you go. Uh, we will be back again next week. I'm trying to think if there's anything to plug. A lot of pl- things to plug over the wrestling side, but uh, just just uh, hey, just just stay tuned to the Sorgatron Media Master Feed uh, uh, if you want to see what's going on there. Uh, that'll be spinning up. Of course. Um, do, 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 do. Wow, I don't. I don't. I'll be in Michigan this weekend for the last of the four, the SAE events here for the season. I think. Uh, so I'm uh, looking forward to uh, visiting Detroit area. Not Detroit. I'm, I'll be in the middle of the state, I guess. Um, so I don't. Ann Arbor. Know. Ann Arbor again? No, not Ann Arbor. Okay. So I'm staying okay. in Jackson, and okay. uh, this will be the second week in a row that I'm in a Brooklyn. This time, Brooklyn, Michigan. Uh, for the right? for okay. the for the okay. NASCAR track, the Speedway, where we'll be doing the event on there. Uh, so. Next time you're going to Ann Arbor, um, remind me, and I will drop off a can of red spray paint. Well, I will be going through Ann Arbor, so uh, and and that is the I've been to Ann Arbor like two or three times already. Not to mention being up in the area for for the Formula event in Brooklyn, uh, which was relatively close. And that is the first time I'm like I've like visited like Ann Arbor proper. <laughs> so it's literally like I drop off on the, the highway uh, and I'm on a University of Michigan North Campus and that's where M City is that we do the yes. auto drive. So I never okay. had a reason to venture into Ann Arbor and finally it's, it's it. a great college town. I, yeah. I I will admit that it um, does look fun. There was I, like I, I have there was many a, football related issues, but oh, but of yeah, course, obviously, it, obviously, that's why I decided to take the picture and send it to you this time. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I mean, I'm the one that got the picture with Dan Marino and sent it to my Buffalo Bills in laws fans. <laughs> So I mean, you know, that's what we do. Um, but no, it was there was like a there was like a there was like a bar with outdoor volleyball. It was weird. It was like there's the bar was wrapped around just people playing outdoor volleyball. Mm-hmm. It was, it was wild stuff. Wild stuff. So 
Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This has been your awesome cast for this week. We'll see you guys next time. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.